Hello and welcome to the Precipice Podcast. It's awesome to have you with us today. Here at Precipice, we believe that we are redefining success and helping you become more effective and efficient at what you do. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tor Komedi here. Welcome back to Precipice. I'm here again with Ross Griffin. And hey, bro. And so this is week two of personal finance, uh, which we're so excited about. And for in this podcast, these are the things that we're wanting to tackle. What is debt? Um, why is debt bad for us? And how do we get out of debt? But but I mean, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Ross, bro, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. I've, I've had a bit of an interesting week where, yeah, like I'm, I'm a super, I like to think that I'm a super organized person. But I've had this like phenomenon lately where I get to the end of the day and be like, I've achieved almost nothing. And I go look at my to-do list and be like, actually, no, flip, I've achieved so much. I need to stop being so harsh on myself. Yeah. So I think I've gone on this interesting journey of like, actually, just chill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's okay to chill a bit it's at okay the end of the day. Yeah. And I've been like forcing myself to be like, at the end of the day, just like relax and like take it easy and yeah. enjoy life a little, live a little. Hmm. So for me, this week has been um, interesting for two reasons. Um, one, the beginning of the week. Um, so I do four modules and two of those modules work for it is done now. We're just waiting for the end of the semester. And the other two, we just have one more test to go and then whatever. So now I had a test on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I spent the entire week preparing for this test. And then Thursday evening, we get an email. No, the test has been moved by one week. So I was just so demoralized. Yeah. I was like, oh, my soul. So I haven't done anything from Friday until today. But I mean, I'll do work again yeah. tomorrow, but I was just so drained. And I've started running again. Oh, Can you oh, imagine? Like no, I can't. It's crazy. <laughs> no, no, it's crazy. Listen. That's so cool. It's the craziest thing ever, but I have started running. Um, I even have like a, uh, a, a calendar thing on yeah. my door so that I tick every day that I run on just as a tracking my progress because i mean hey we did a series on habits so yeah, you gotta make you know, it measurable you know listen you have to make <laughs> it measurable so so i started running and it's it's been interesting honestly um i felt like i was gonna die half of the time but yeah. i mean it's cool I'm, I'm enjoying it well like, let me ask you this i know this episode is not about running it's mm. about personal finance but if you're giving advice to one of our listeners about running getting into running what would it be shucks <laughs> firstly just just get up and do it. I, I think for me, there were so many times this week where I, I literally had to just get myself to the point and be like, you know what, just get up and do it because you have to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, because I have a specific goal that I'm aiming towards and I, I just constantly think of that, I was like, actually, this is where we're headed. I don't feel like it now, mm. but it's helpful for me to get to where I want to go. So just, just get up and do it, make it measurable, put up a plan and, and so that you know yeah. how you're running and whatever. And just do the thing. And just do the thing, man. Because yeah. it sucks. But it's it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worth it. So, bro, today we're talking about um, debt. Yeah. And so I think before we go anywhere, what is debt? Okay. So before we go anywhere and before I even dive into what is debt, I think we need to make it explicitly clear mm. that we are not financially certified advisors. Yes. We're not, we're not pros on this. We're just two guys figuring stuff out. Yeah. And I think we've learned from our mistakes yeah. and gone and learned a lot about personal finance and yeah. we're sharing our findings with 
with the listeners. I think that's such an important thing to say because I, I, I think for any, everyone listening to this, just take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, look at it for yourself too mm. and see if it will apply to you. Because, I mean, as you said, we're just also trying to figure this out. These yeah. are things that we're seeing in our own lives that, hey, maybe this can work, maybe this doesn't work. And we're not saying that, hey, we're experts. We're not. We're far from it. But we are learning. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So and I, I think at the end of this podcast, what if if you get to the end of this podcast and maybe you are historically a, a big money lender or borrower and we get to the end of this podcast and you feel like hmm, maybe I should probably borrow money less, then that would have been a win for us. Yeah. I think that's what we're trying to achieve here. Yeah. So according to Wikipedia, debt is an obligation that requires one party, the debtor, to pay money or as agreed upon value to another party, the creditor. Debt is a deferred payment or a series of payments which differentiates it from an immediate purchase. In pure plain English, you borrow money to buy something you cannot afford now. Yeah. Often this is done over many installments. So a common one that I've been looking at specifically for this um, series because it's so damn convenient is MobyCred. Yeah. On Take a Lot and Superbulous. It's like on all the like um, e commerce stores. And my job is I'm an e commerce coordinator, so I'm familiar with it. And I was looking at MobiCred and they basically they they charge you like say something's a hundred bucks. They're like, Okay, cool, that's ten bucks a month for twelve months. You're like ten ten bucks a month instead of a hundred bucks, like it's actually cheaper, isn't it technically, but in the long run, because they're charging you like 13% interest, it actually works out to quite a bit more. You're mm -hmm. looking at like a thousand, 200 rand instead of a thousand rand, mm -hmm. or whatever it may be, um, or 120 <coughs> rand. 120 rand, yeah. yeah. Added a zero there. So basically debt is borrowing money and what they usually do to um, sort of, I mean, this is how they make money. This is how the banks make money is they charge you interest. So they charge you a fee on the money you borrow. Mm. This will usually be something between like five and up to 25%. Mm. Clothing accounts are really bad with this because the amount that you're borrowing is smaller. The interest they charge is about 25%, sure. which in the long term is so actually a lot of money. Yeah. Shucks, and, and I mean, I think the biggest thing about this, uh, and obviously this is credit that you're getting from a company that becomes debt, it's it's just so convenient. Yeah. It's so convenient to get credit. It's like, listen, I don't have the money now. And they're saying, hey, just take it. Take the product, then we'll figure out payments later. Yeah. But actually that sort of gets us in trouble. And I, I'm just thinking for myself personally. So I've grown up at home. My dad's always, if there's one thing, I can, and I mean, there's a whole lot of things, but one of the things that my dad has always said to us as his kids was like, I never, ever want you guys to be in debt, like ever. If you can um, pay for something cash, rather do that or save up for it. But he, there is no one who hates debt more than my dad, honestly. Yeah. He just doesn't want us to be in debt. So the only time I can actually think of myself being in debt as to my sister, <laughs> I owed her like 50 bucks because <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I needed to buy something. But like my dad honestly hates us uh, being in debt. And so uh, I, I think that's one of the things I, I'm super grateful for. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing with debt, and we're going to discuss this a bit just now, but it makes life so convenient. Because no, like is. most of us can't afford to go and buy a car straight up. Mm -hmm. Most of us can't afford to go and pay for a student educate uh, like 
uh, fees straight up. Yeah. Most of us can't afford to buy a phone straight up. Mm. House, car, student loans, phone, those are all things that I think we've encountered on a day-to-day basis that you probably, in most cases, most people probably pay um, a monthly installment or have taken out a loan to purchase those things. Mm. And the thing is, is it makes something that everyone has so accessible and because everyone has it they're like no i need to i need to have that thing and i mean if you think about it you can't go through life without uh education or some people may feel that they can't go through life without a car or the latest phone and again student like your education your house it's all important stuff Mm. but I, i think it's so important to to really reconsider like how much money are you paying in the long term yeah and so i guess my next question is mm. why is debt bad yeah so so we're speaking about debt and, and all of these things and, and obviously there's there are financial constraints that it might bring later down the line but why is debt bad yeah so i actually looked into this and what i'll, what I'll do is we'll link this in the show notes which you can find on our website and i think it shows up on apple Podcasts and spotify too but there, there's an article about how South Africans are spending more and more money. And basically, they looked at people earning less than 5,000 Rand. On average, a person that earns less than 5,000 Rand, 60% of their income goes towards paying debt. Now, that sounds like a lot. Now, hear this. For people that earn more than 20,000 Rand, mm. 130% of their income on average for for certain group of people goes mm. towards paying debt. You're like that doesn't make sense. 130%. Mm. That means they owe more money than they mm. can afford yeah. to pay back. Mm. And that so debt is actually a massive problem in South Africa. Yeah. And I think it's partially because it's just so accessible. Yeah. Like when when they look at can you take out a, a loan or a vehicle finance, they don't they don't look at like all your other expenses. Mm. All they look at is does it roughly fit into your salary, your salary bracket, like yeah. yeah, your salary bracket? And they're like, yeah, sure, you can borrow the car, and if you can't pay it back, that's fine for them because they yeah. just repossess your car and then auction it off, mm-hmm. and you still owe the excess. So the banks, like, they don't mind borrowing money because they know they're going to make it back mm. with the excessively high interest rates you you get charged. Mm. Now, the interest rates can be on like a car, for example, anything between ten and 18% in some cases, depending on your risk factor. Yeah. And so like, why, why is that bad? It, it lulls you into a false sense of security. It lulls you into this false sense of, I can afford this thing. Mm. In the long term, you're paying sometimes 50%, sometimes 100% more mm. than you would have if you just bought it in cash. The other thing is, when you're saving up for something, and we're going to be talking about saving in our next episode, but when you're saving up for something, you're actually earning interest. So instead of paying more for the thing, you're actually gaining money from the bank just for having your money in that account. So like bottom line, saving money makes you money. Paying debt loses you more money. Yeah. And I think the danger of debt is this thing of you can afford something because it's like a small monthly premium. But actually in the long run, maybe you shouldn't buy it or maybe you should be approaching how you buy it differently. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, as you say this, I think for me, one of the things I'm thinking about now is that it's it's so unfortunate that um, debt has become so accessible to people because, I mean, <clears throat> that on its own has created an environment for more people to 
go into debt, whereas they shouldn't be. And I, I mean, we, it's so easy to also at this point point fingers at national credit regulators and stuff like that, saying, but you guys aren't checking properly, or or, or shops actually aren't checking properly. They should they should be seeing if this person is actually able to pay back, and they're recklessly giving credit. But also, I think we should be looking at ourselves and like, yeah, but why? Why are we uh, trying to put ourselves in positions where um, we are we're getting more credit than we actually need? Yeah. And so I guess this will bring us to this point. Okay, I have X amount of credits. Yeah. How do I pay it off? Yeah. So let's let's first look at the different types of debt. Yeah. Um. You you've taken out loan, but like let's look at uh, like. When I say different types of debts, I'm not talking about like a mortgage versus mm. another type of debt. I'm talking about like what are the, the general brackets or examples of debt? Because I think the way you approach it is different. Mm. And I also believe that some types of debt are okay mm. and some are not. Now, let's take a car, for example. I've taken out a massive vehicle financing on my car. Like in, in hindsight, it's... I wouldn't have done it. Mm. It's a large amount of money. I'm paying the bank back almost double for the car. Mm. It's well, not double. It's but it's it's ridiculous. Like yeah. how like you the value of the car and how much I owe the bank is so different. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. And what I've done is I'm basically paying a fee every month for an asset that will never make me money. Yeah, a car will never make you money unless you're an Uber driver, and even then you're just covering costs. Mm. Like car you have to pay for petrol tires maintenance services like and still pay the bank back yeah in the line is not going to make you money now if you put something like a house you take out a loan on a house or a building you like yes there's maintenance and stuff but for the most part when you buy a house you can actually get to the end of the term and you can sell the house for even more than it was worth yeah and you can make money off a house forever, essentially. You can rent the house out. You could sell the house again. Like, rental property is actually one of uh, the greatest ways to make money at the moment because you can put an Airbnb in there and just make so much money off a, a, a property that you bought. Mm. That's where you call it. It's an asset. It's something that's making you money. And I think in, in that case where you can justify the spend of of the debt so say i can come out the other end with an asset i think debt is okay in that situation yeah um so like take a student loan for example yeah even those um i'm not sure what the the interest rate is like on those but it's excessive amounts of money like you in some cases it's like a yearly basis it's like fifty thousand rand sometimes it's 100 sometimes 150 and mm. so on like it's a large amount of money for someone that doesn't actually have a job to to do to pay back yeah so what I, what i would say is like depending on the type of debt is gonna uh, to affect how you pay that debt back yeah now just revisiting the original question say you are in debt how do you pay it back so some things like a car they charge you the interest up front mm -hmm. okay so that means the car costs a hundred thousand rand but they say okay you're financing the car for 200,000 Rand, immediately you owe the bank 200,000 Rand. So you you can't you can't reduce the amounts that you owe by paying a little faster. Okay. Yeah. So with with a car, like if you pay a little faster, it's not going to benefit you in any way. Yeah. Because you're still paying the same amount. You're still money. paying the, the same amount. The interest has been put in, yeah. E exactly. 
if with a house on the other end, what they do is they work out the interest on what you owe still. Okay. That's same with Moby Credit, I think. It's the interest is based on what you owe. So the faster you pay it back, it, it benefits the, the company, the creditor that you're borrowing from because they get their money back sooner mm. and it benefits you because you aren't paying as much in the long run. Yeah. So with like a house, um, things like Moby Cred, you the faster you pay, the less you pay. Mm. Okay. Now, when when you're paying off debt, I think it's so important to pay off the smallest amounts first because often the smallest amounts have the highest interest rates. Yeah. And the highest interest rates is the one, they seem harmless, but they're going to bite you in the ass in the long run. Mm. Like common culprits are things like clothing accounts. Mm. You buy like a 250 rand pair of jeans from Mr. Price, but they put 25% interest on that. You pay it over a year or whatever. Mm. And you're actually paying, I'm not going to work it out now, but you end up paying so much more. Mm. And then you buy like a jacket and a hoodie and then like, something else and maybe something from Markham's and maybe something from somewhere else. And eventually that just adds up. And because it's a small amount, the companies charge a really high interest rate. So you're just paying so much money in the long run, even though you only borrowed a small amount. Yeah. So the trick there is paying off those smaller accounts, the smaller amounts first. Mm. Then secondly, for paying off debt, the thing you want to look at is, um, Sorry, another thing that I didn't mention is credit cards also have really high debt if you don't pay off the credits on them. Yeah. Okay. So you want to pay off those things too. Secondly, you want to look at what are the big amounts that are going to get you the best bang for your buck. So for most people, the, the biggest debt that they have is their house or their home. Okay, if you're renting, this is not going to be applicable to you. But for most people, the biggest debt they're going to have is their home. So if you can pay more towards your mortgage every month in the long run it's going to pay you back literally up to hundreds of thousands mm. so i think the, the key there is to identify the small amounts that you can pay back and then the the largest payments per month that you can pay back the small amounts because of the high interest rates and then the largest amount because it's the largest portion of your salary and then yeah. everything follows after that yeah hmm, that's cool and so i guess moving forward or looking forward how do i how do i avoid uh, falling into debt in the future. How does, how does a person avoid uh, the trap of yeah. falling into debt? I'd say it's easy because it sounds easy when you say it, mm. but it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Just my my laptop, and we're sitting here looking at my laptop right now. I actually dropped it off my bed a few weeks ago and it cracked open. And I was like, mm, I need to start looking at getting a new laptop. Yeah. So what you do is you go into Take A Lot or something like, and you see, oh, Moby Credit, I only have to pay yeah it's a, it's a big fall so you, you go and take a lot you look moby credit only have to pay 900 bucks a month for this laptop mm. and it's like it's this trap that anyone can fall into that debt makes life so much more affordable yeah but uh, if you do the math you get a calculator out it's actually not worth it in yeah. the long run so here's my advice would be don't get into debt unless you come out on the other side with an asset yeah okay that being a house or a student loan like education if you can justify the education like hey mm. i'm coming up with an education that education is going to make me money yeah so the simple answer is just don't get into debt unless you're going to come out with an asset on the other side yeah if you're already in debt pay that thing off as fast as possible mm. but then try put a bit of money uh to the side so i'll use cell phone as a good example yeah and this is a really fun 
fun exercise that even listeners at home can do. You, if you look at like what you're paying for on a cell phone contract, it's actually it's stupid because <laughs> you're paying off the phone and then they usually give you a data plan. But if you like, I think my data plan is 300 rand a month, mm-hmm. but I get 200 rand a month of airtime. So now I'm like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here quick maths <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know if that's the exact figure but it's something like that i'm like hold up so i did this experiment like i went and i looked at what vodacom was charging for a phone and a, a data plan then i went to take a lock and looked at a a phone with through mobicred mm. and then just buying the data plan by itself and it works out cheaper if you go into take a lot Buy the phone on, on Take A Lot and then buy your own data plan. You can save like a hundred bucks a month. Um, but what I'd recommend is if you're on a cell phone contract, using this as an example, um, while you you are in this contract, like paying it off sooner isn't going to help. You can, it's not going to help. Um, while you're in this contract, try to put a bit of money aside. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get to the end of your contract, you can buy your next phone in cash. And if you feel like you need a contract for whatever reason, you just pay for the, the contract. The data plan. Yeah. yeah. And then once you do that, you'll be in such a good position. Once you can buy your phone in cash, what you can do is you're still paying, you're still putting money away each month for your next phone. So mm-hmm. even though you're, you say, okay, my contract period is like, call it two years. Yeah. So you work out how much your next phone is going to cost like phones these days are like 20 grand so if you want a 20 grand phone it's quite simple you say twenty thousand divided by 24 and that's how much you have to save and what will happen is you'll probably reach that amount before the two-year period because you're gaining interest on that money you're saving Mm. so you're actually saving so much money by saving up for a product rather than um paying for it with debt mm. you're making money you're not losing money yeah awesome bro thank you so much i think that was super comprehensive and um i'm so excited for next week when we're going to be talking about savings and, and all of those uh different types of stuff but again ross brother thank you so much uh this was so cool and um if you have joined us up, up until this point thank you so much for joining us and we're so excited to have you again with us next week have an amazing week stay safe goodbye Cheers.